Virgin Radio 104.4. Hi, it's Maz Hakim. This month's regional artist spotlight is Casa Vince. Welcome to the studio. Thank you for having me. So we've tried to align this for a while. What was it about the alignment that it just didn't happen? We've been trying to like have this chat for weeks. Um, I think just right place, right time. Uh, basically. <laughs> Do you believe that? Do you believe in any sort of alignment, timing, right place, right time? Uh, I mainly believe in the term go with the flow. And I believe if it's supposed to happen that time, it's going to happen. Mm, interesting. So you have just come fresh off the stage from Wireless Festival. Well done for starters. Yes, Thank you. How was that? What was that, was that experience like? Uh, it was a beautiful experience uh, to the point where you could actually see the fans interacting with you, singing your songs back to you. Um, not a lot of people pulled up because it was at 2 p.m. due yes. to the heat. But at the same time, uh, just having 50 people in the crowd just sing your music back to you was uh, amazing. Absolutely. What's your favorite uh, performance been? My favorite performance actually has been uh, at Etihad Arena uh, at Wireless because the, the people in the crowd weren't just random people. Uh, they actually came to watch my performance at 2 p.m. So they left Dubai at like 10 a.m. to uh, wow to like check into their hotels and actually come watch me perform. So Right. So I read something about you that uh, you've mentioned on one of your other interviews before. Uh -oh. uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually quite interesting because I love hearing stories of adversity and how people overcome, you know, difficult situations in their life. And I want to hear those stories. So, so you grew up with a stutter. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that and how you overcame that. Uh, so I grew up with a stutter. Um, for some reason, when I used to talk, I really couldn't form any sentences. Uh, I didn't have much friends in school because they found me uh, to, to be kind of strange. Um, and then the way that I overcame it, uh, because I come from a very musically inclined family, um, apparently when you sing, uh, you use a different side of your brain and you don't really stutter. So I just practiced on and on and on to like sing uh, when I'm having conversations, which led to me not having even more friends because I'm just singing in every conversation. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> like a musical. <laughs> literally. Uh, but then it, I kind of overcame it in a way of I know specific ways to like counter the stutter. If I'm stuck on a specific letter, um, it's specifically on my breathing, the way that I intake air, the way that I exhale. So slowly and slowly, uh, singing really helped me overcome the stutter. How old were you and how long did the stutter stay in your life? Uh, the stutter is still there, and I'm happy it's still there because it makes me special. But um, I think ever since uh, I was 12, 13, I think, and I'm now 23. So okay. so it's slowly died down, and like the peak time where it actually died down was like when I was 18, 19. Right. Have you seen The King's Speech, the of movie? Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's a very amazing movie. Right? It's a very inspiring story yeah and i found your story quite inspiring as well a lot of people have said that your music helps them with hardships tell us a little bit about about that what kind of feedback you've got from your music so um so i recently um i recently brought up the topic that when i was at a soul after party uh at soul dxb um i, I had a few fans come up to me and say i really love your music but the one that but the one that really stuck with me was when a fan of mine came up to me and she was like, your music helped me through my heartbreak. 
and it really helped me overcome it and it gave me a place of comfort in a way of like I could relate to you yeah and me just knowing that I make th- I initially started making my music uh based on stuff that uh from personal experience but down the line I just make music in a way of like imagining how I could make someone relate to my music without actually being in that situation right so I think that was the main one that actually hit the spot where it's like you are my number one artist it's not like Jake or yeah. most of these people wow. it's like you are my number one artist how does that feel I mean that must feel the fact that you you touch somebody in that way that you've actually helped them overcome something the first time I heard it I wanted to start break dancing so okay. <laughs> <laughs> or singing <laughs> Um, so, so desc- describe the music that you make. Uh, the music make is very versatile. Um, I range from R&B to hip-hop to experimental, but the main genre I'm trying to integrate to right now is infusing Arabian beats with Western music. Mm-hmm. And the meaning of that is uh, when I was younger, my mom and most of my family members used to play Fairuz and like very <laughs> classical Arabian music. And uh, me growing up with my siblings, we used to uh, play Bruno Mars, Frank Ocean, those type of vibes. And basically, I'm trying to infuse both in a way of singing in Arabic and English and mm-hmm. infusing the Arabian beats with like Western guitars, Western drums and everything. So it's uh, it's like Hannah Montana said, best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like an Eastern and Western fusion. And do you get... The classics as well. Like, do you get inspired by people like Pharaohs? Of course. Uh, I I have this one song that I'm making. Um, it's under process right now. It's by this famous singer called Fadl Shakur, and the song is called Ya Ghaibli, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a very popular song. And I've showed a demo of the song to most of my friends, and okay. and they just told me, bro, like this song. Once you drop it, it's gonna change the scene. So wow. So I'm super excited for that. What song would you like us to play on Virgin Radio for you? Your song, This Is Your Moment. If there was any one of your songs, which one would you like to play? Uh, I would say Golf Girl, ideally. Golf Girl. But uh, but if Golf Girl is not there, you guys can decide, honestly. I would also say Love Me Later. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Love Me Later and then Golf Girl. Love Me Later was a song that I wrote uh, after my first heartbreak. Um, initially... You kind of know when you break up with someone and it's like you just want to write something because you couldn't really tell them what you wanted to say. Yeah. And then you just write this full song. So the first song, which is not uh, for radio, but um, <laughs> that song was me kind of explaining everything I, w- I wanted to say. And then Love Me Later is the, the come down where it's like, okay, you're not actually feeling anything. You're, you're thinking with your mind. Love Me Later is a term of right now we weren't built for each other, but, okay. but maybe in the future you can love me later. And we can rekindle that spark again. That's beautiful. Thank you. I um, wrote a, a series of poems after okay. a heartbreak. And it really sort of helped me. I used to write it in my notes. Okay. And uh, now that book is published. It's weird. I can't go back and read it. Why? I don't know. It's just it feels like a different person. How do you feel? Do you feel like that was an alter ego? Because when I go back and read some of my poems, I'm like, oh, it's cringe. Right. <laughs> right. Right, fully. Um, I think it was a, a different chapter. Um, I do sometimes look at it in a way of like, I actually wrote this and I actually played this. But it's 
it's just different chapters of your life. Uh, me being 23, I'm like 10%. Uh, any, yeah, any, I can imagine the first time I, I actually dropped my first song, It's it was just me being like a typical teen, 18, yeah. uh, thinking, uh, thinking that no one cares about you. Oh, it's my world. Kind of like a main character. Uh, but down the line, I, I do look back on my music and like slightly judge, but I'm like, if I didn't take those steps, I would not be here. 100%. When can we expect an album? An album uh, is something I would do, inshallah, in the next two years. Okay. Uh, from what I know, when you drop an album, uh, these are a few tips that I'm going to give most of the people that are making music here. So uh, if you drop an album and you don't really have a good fan base, the chances of every song being played is like very minimal. Yeah, right. So like you would have to build up on singles, 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 EPs, and then maybe decide on an album. Where can we follow you, listen to your music, follow your journey? Uh, it's Casa Vince on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, and yeah, I'm everywhere. And are you performing anywhere at the moment? Uh, for now, nothing yet, but uh, I'm excited for 2023. I feel like, uh, inshallah, it's the year where I will be successful and I can buy my mom a house. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Inshallah, Casa Vince, thank you for coming on Virgin Radio Dubai. Thank you, Maz.